today, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's the uh, it's, it's the it's a season of the celebration of the Jewish New Year called Rosh Hashanah, right? Uh, it started off the preparation started off in uh, uh, on the 15th of September evening time. Uh, the New Year is is, is that they is the uh, how the Rosh Hashanah simply means the head of the year. In Chinese, it's Nian Tou, right? The head of the year. It is a very significant time for Israel. And it is, it, is, it, is, it is in the Bible, right? It is in the Bible. It's called the Feast of the Trumpets. The Feast of the Trumpets. Yeah, yeah. I know that some of us are shofar blower, but I forgot to ask all of us to bring your shofar. You know, this is the time to blow the shofar, right? You have a shofar at the back, yeah? Shofar? Yeah, your shofar. Okay, right. Uh, come, come. We take the shofar out. Uh, who is the uh, better shofar blower than me? A lot of you are better than me. Okay. Uh, Cynthia. Uh, Cynthia, yeah. Cynthia is, uh, is the uh, official shofar blower. Okay, there, there are two. There are two. There are two shofar. I'll give Cynthia the, uh, the, uh, the long one. Okay. <laughs> Who wants a short one? No, I don't. <laughs> Any, anybody? Sorry? Ah, sorry? Ah, yeah. Who is that? Yeah? Ah. Ah, you blow, you blow. Ah, you blow, you blow. You blow, you blow. Ah, never mind. You, 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 we have, uh, we have uh, Cynthia to, 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 to pick you up. Shall we, shall we stand? Shall we stand? Shall we stand? Now, this is, this is, uh, this is the, uh, uh, the, um, the time. In Psalm 81, verse 3, it says, Blow the trumpet at the time of the new moon. New moon means Choyit. Choyit. Today is the second day of the, of the Chinese calendar. Blow the trumpet at the time of the new moon. At the full moon also, on our solemn feast day. Solemn feast day. It's Rosh Hashanah that uh, Psalm 81 is, is, uh, is referring to. Okay, let's hear the sound of the trumpet. Okay, stand together, ma. Stand together. Uh, so if ah uh, ah uh, ah, uh, man, man, Matthew, Matthew, ah, stand, stand, stand together. He gong chui da, jiam ha he at least the sound will come out. Man, obvious, oh. Okay, right, ready? Right, give me a long, a long, a long sound. Okay, one long one. One, two, go. Thank you. Please be seated. You're right. Please be seated. The head of the year is a is a uh, is a is a significant time. More so this year, right? More so this year. On Tuesday, during the power station, I asked all of us, uh, as many of you as possible, to be here because we are going to do something that is significantly that can only be done once in seven years. Right? Next year, Rosh Hashanah is not going to be the same. Right? This is, this is, this is the time. Now, let me, let me just say this to, 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 to all of us. Right? Now, we, we, we know that, you know, we know that we become Christians, the blood of Jesus has cleansed of all our sins, has, has, has brought us into the kingdom of light, uh, uh, into, into the position of the children of God. Right? Okay? 
But in the scriptures, in the scriptures, right in the at the beginning, at the at the creation of the whole world, God has put into season of time. There are seasons, there's time. There's certain seasons you do certain things, right? Even right now, with certain season you do certain things. Rainy season, you all bring umbrella, isn't it? You get ready for the season, right? Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, 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 and you know, there, there's a season of, uh, of, of your school term, let's say, for example, for those who are stu- uh, students. You, you, you can't say that I don't feel like going to school tomorrow, right? Or in December, you say, I want to go to school. I don't care. No, I'm so, you know, so excited about learning now. Go to school. Not on the, not on the uh, you know, the, the locked gate uh, of, the, of the school. Open the gate. I want to come in. You, you can't do that. You, you, we don't do that. But we respect that. But when it is being put into the Word of God, we, 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 we take it very lightly. We say we are New Testament, New Covenant Christians. We can do anything we want, anything, anything we like at any time. True, true, uh, true. But there are at the same time, this in the Word of God that He has put in time and in season certain things that He asks His people to do. And those time and season, yes, it is a foreshadow of what Jesus was about to do and about to accomplish. But do you mean that all those things has become absolutely obsolete and to no effect? If we believe in that, my dear friends, we are severely, severely, been severe error. We are severely flawed, right? Now, why do I why do I say that? Why do I say you know you know you know? Yesterday, some of us you tried to go around town. Wow, it was heavy, massive traffic jam in Tonggong area, right? Right? No, you didn't go to Tonggong area, so you didn't know. Rest, massive traffic jam. What was going on? The, 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 uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, the, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the statue, not just statue of Topikong. It's something that, that, that those who worship uh, uh, this uh, uh, Topikong recognize. There are about 60 of them in the whole world. The statues who have, whom they, 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 they put as a, uh, as a manifestation of the the, the topekung that tabekung that they are worshiping. You know, Malaysia has been chosen for the 12th World Topekung Festival. Malaysia, from Penang to Sabah. There were there were there were those there, there was those statues uh, that 60 of them all over the world are converging in Malaysia. When is the festival? at the new moon, during the season of Rosh Hashanah. We don't take it very, we don't take it seriously. But the kingdom of darkness knew exactly if it can stop us, now we're going to explain to you about what Rosh Hashanah means. It can, it can just, just occupy the spiritual atmosphere and first come, first come and occupy it. And he will sway the atmosphere. I'm not talking about all of us is going to be affected and things like that. But the atmosphere of a nation. Why this year? 12, I mean, I'm trying to look for it. Hey, 
the, the, uh, the, top, the Tobacon birthday is not in, in this month, you know. The Tobacon birthday is in February. But why is he doing all of his birthday? Because it's the new moon. Which new moon? Rosh Hashanah. And why this year, Rosh Hashanah? I'm going to explain to us what the significance of this year, Rosh Hashanah. There's a time and season. There's a time and season that, 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 that we cannot ignore. Because they, the, you know, they, uh, those who worship foreign gods, they know exactly what they, what, what they can do with that. Now you said statue, uh, our, our sister Janice was telling us that she was flying back from, from, uh, from KL. Right? On the same flight with her was Topekung. The statue of Topekung sit on one seat. Uh, bought a ticket. For, so the announcement, Topekung, Topekung, please uh, bought the flight to KK last week. You know that? So it is serious. It is, it is, they take it very seriously. So yesterday was a procession. There was a parakan, parakan that they brought about that, that statue. One of the places that they land themselves in is in, that, in the temple in Tonggongon, next to the library. That was where they went. And so, why is this year Rosh Hashanah is so important? Let me just read to us this, this, uh, these words. The head of the year, Rosh Hashanah, is a time to reset and return. Psalm 81, verse 3 to verse 14. Right? Psalm 81, verse 3 to 14. Let's read together. Blow the trumpet in the time of the new moon, at the full moon, on our solemn feast day. For this is a statue for Israel, a law of the God of Jacob. This is established in Joseph as a testimony when he went throughout the land of Egypt, where I heard a language I did not understand. I removed his shoulder from the burden. His hands were free from the basket. You call in trouble and I deliver you and answer you in the secret place of thunder. I tested you at the waters of Meribah. Hear, O my people, and I will admonish you, O Israel. If you will listen to me, there shall be no foreign god among you, nor shall you worship any foreign god. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people will not heed my voice, and Israel would have none of me. So I gave them over to their own stubborn heart to walk in their own counsel. All that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. I will soon subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their adversary. Let us pray. Father, as we come into this season of Rosh Hashanah, this is, this is significant for your people. And this is significant because we are, we are entering into, we are at the threshold between the year 5783 and year 5784. Lord, I, I, I pray, O oh God, as we come into this season of time, as we put our faith in the finished work of Jesus, as we come to you and when we say, 
We want to, we want to experience a reset in our faith, in our relationship with you. We want, to, we want to make a decision to return to that bountiful blessing, to the position of blessedness as you have called your people to be. Today, we ask for your Holy Spirit to guide and lead us and to stir up our faith in you, not in a superstitious way, but we know that our faith is firmly founded on the cross and the blood of Jesus and the word that comes forth from your mouth. Father, we just submit ourselves to you and we ask and pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Psalm 81 talks about the new moon, blown of trumpet, because the new moon, the festival of new moon is associated with also a, uh, Rosh Hashanah. And Rosh Hashanah is, the backdrop of Rosh Hashanah is this, that they remember, they remember how God delivered them, them Israel from the hands of the Egyptians. And so all these verses referring to, you know, the language, that, the foreign language and things like that. Because it was, the psalmist was referring, uh, uh, in the psalm, referring to the Egyptian language. They were in a foreign land. And then verse, uh, verse uh, 10, uh, verse 10. And verse 10, it says that, uh, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, you see. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Now this is what God has installed for all his people. You have need, you open your mouth only. And God will fill it. It is that simple. We say, wow, it's really that simple, yes. But we must step into that position because what's nice is important for us to experience that mouth, opening mouth and being filled by the Lord. That is, in, in, uh, in, uh, in verse 9, there shall be no foreign God among you because they were coming out of the land of, 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 of Egypt. Did they have any foreign God after they came out? Yes, of course. They built the golden calf, remember? They built the golden calf. Hey, it is very, very noble. Huh? Aaron said, this is the God who led you out of Egypt. Tanatang, the golden calf. Did they not believe in, in God of Israel? Yes, they believed. But I said, this is it. The golden calf, he says. The creature become the creator. It is foreign God. It is not the language that we use, uh, uh, we Christian language, but what is it occupying your heart? What is the basis of your confidence in life? We seek success, we pursue a career, we pursue studies, we pursue happiness and all the rest of it in our lives. What is the basis of our confidence? If it is not God alone, it is not God alone. Is there anything that our hands, our mind, our system, the world has suggested and created for us. It is a foreign God. It is a foreign God. And he says that I am, I am you know, that, and nor shall you worship the, any foreign God. I am the Lord your God. Not the golden calf. Not the golden calf. Not your bank account. Not our, you know, pension and retirement benefits. It is God who given all, all that. But it is He is the source of all that. And then He went on to say, all right? And then He went on to say, what did He say? And He said that, you know, uh, but my people would not heed my voice and Israel would have none of me. So I gave them over to their own stubborn heart to walk in their own counsel. 
the Lord is no respecter of men. He said it, we align ourselves with it. There's no other way. What does it mean to have God as only our only God? His words, we align with Him. No matter how we don't like it, how uncomfortable it becomes, how troublesome it is, first, align with me. Rosh Hashanah is a time that we come together and say, Lord, I align with you. I align with you. And, 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 I, and I say that you are God. You are God of my life. You are the king of my life. I will make no excuse. All excuses is secondary to the will and the purpose of God. I don't feel like it. I was hurt in the past. I haven't been disappointed. I'm angry with God. Look at my life, it's a mess. How can you ask me to worship this God? All this secondary. Rosh Hashanah is this a gospel come. God, you are first. There's no other God. I put it first. And then what will, we, what will you experience? Open your mouth. Must learn to open your mouth, huh? But not too wide uh, until the the jaw. <laughs> Open your mouth wide. Open your mouth wide. The Lord said, I will feel it. The picture is like those helpless chicks who only depend on the mother bird you know, to, to feed them. Open your mouth wide and I will feel it. We still do whatever that we need to do. God will not do the things that we are supposed to do. We are supposed to do all those things. We are supposed to walk in it. But as we do that, as we give our best, we do the best. We, our confidence is not in our ability, in our skills, in our hard work. But our confidence is that when I do all this, now I open my mouth. The Lord himself will feel it. Faithfulness in, 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 in heeding the voice of God will bring about tremendous, tremendous effect. Tremendous blessing. But every year, the Lord has given us time and season, feast and remember that this is a time. Remember, this is, remember me. This is a time for, for you to, 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 uh, to, re, uh, to realign, to reset your life, go back again. Now, a lot of people say, now, I'm, I'm, I'm really a Christian. I've asked my sins. My sins have been forgiven and all that. You know, I don't need to go back and over and over and over again. To, to repent and say sorry. Those of us who are married, uh, you know how many times you need to say sorry to your spouse, right? And haven't I said to you, honey, at the altar, I say, oh, it's my, you know, my, oh, yours, yours, my mind is yours. I should say I love you. Uh. I already committed, you know, my life we shared together. Already, ma, you know why you so... Or sometimes you, you get into a quarrel, you say sorry. Then you say, sorry once and for all. You come to Jesus, hold hands and pray, kneel down, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Lord has healed us, Lord has forgiven our sins. But for, forever, no need to say anymore, isn't it? True or not? You know it's not true, my dear friends. But what of our relationship with the Lord? I say sorry once already, God, that was in 1982, remember? <laughs> 41 years ago. Say sorry again, the same sin. Because we commit again. 
It doesn't, we, does, we don't lose our salvation. My dear friends, let me say this very loudly. If we don't lose our salvation when we become Christian, we sin against God. He loves us as His children. Once we become children, once a, ch- a child, always a child. But our rebellion, our ignoring Him as God of our lives and all the rest of it hurt our Father in heaven. Do we not say sorry to our Father at times? How many times do you say uh, sorry? If you never say sorry to your parents, uh, think again, you know. Maybe it's time. Or you never say sorry to your spouse, uh, think again. Maybe it's time. I'm sure you understand what I'm talking about. But you see, just because husband and wife fight, uh, they get so mad, uh, it doesn't mean that they are no husband and wife anymore. If every fight leads to divorce, none of us here will be married. Today, right here in this place. Isn't it? If every disagreement fight between parents and children uh, will need to disowning, none of us here have fathers, none of us have children now. Even the baby also. But doesn't change us, doesn't change our relationship with God. We are still his children, he's still our father. But there will be time and the Lord has put in place just in case you forget this is the time of the year. Just in case you forget this is the time of the year. My children, would you come? My people, would you come? He still calls us my people. Uh, his children. Uh, nothing to do with losing salvation, my dear friends. Nothing to do with that. Don't, don't get it wrong. Don't let the enemy veil our eyes. And this is, this is, you know, we, and, and we, just, we just faithfully, diligently hold on to the Lord. Open your mouth, I will feel it. Open your mouth, I will feel it. I just came back from Tulupit, uh, uh, this uh, lay leaders training. And this lay leaders training is, uh, it was amazing. Well, last week, was, there was no holiday. Right, lay leaders training the BM lay, lead, lay leaders and lay readers, those who you know license to, to minister at the table and all that. Also, as leaders, right, lay, lay leaders training normally have about six to eight hundred people. Eight hundred people very happy already. This year, more than one thousand. It was not even holidays. So, do you know, you know what it means if it's not holiday? It means all the teachers cannot come, all the students will not be present, but I still have more than one thousand people travel. Pay it's not free, uh, it's uh, it's 50 ringgit makan sendiri, uh, no food included. Registration 1000 old people came. That was the uh, it was also the 44th anniversary of the uh, of the lay leaders training for the BM group. The first one started in 1979. If you see, if you observe at the beginning of it, of this uh, beginning part, there's, uh, there's a time that we cut the cake. Uh, that this short uh, gentleman was with us. His name is John. He, uh, he, was one of, he was one of those, the only one remaining uh, from the first LPA, that is Latihan Pemimpin Awam candidates. Many of them have passed on, has passed away. But the first LPA was only less than 30 people in 1979. They faithfully do it every year. They faithfully do it every year. 
returning to the same place and say and dedicating their life over again. At the end of it, at the end of it, there was there was uh, there were three nights, right? Three nights, opening nights, and the second and third night there was second night was uh, uh, was uh, was a was a was a renewal night. Third night was the commissioning night. So every year they come back. They just do that faithfully, and and you know you know that it is unprecedented. The organizer was shocked also. How come not school holidays? Uh, more than thousand people kind up sign up. So I told them if it's school holiday, this place will be exploded. That is St. David's Church in Tulubit. It can sit, uh, roughly how many people? 2,000 or something, less than that. Say less than that, right? It's not as big as House of Prayer in Tawau, but it is huge. It is huge. It just was open. It was consecrated in the year 2021. And yet, this is, this is the time. You know, you, you literally, literally, uh, and I believe that, I was saying that, you know, I, I should believe that because you built a big house, so the Lord filled it. Before the six to eight hundred, because value of blessing, the, the, the old place are uh, six to eight hundred already people need to, you know, like stand already. But you build a bigger place is one thousand. It's not even school holiday. Open your mouth and I will feel it. God is faithful. If you hold on to him, there's no other God. There's no other God. You know, you know the offering that they collect, of course, you know, all this like you saw all the magic magic, bachi bachi, they they go and swim, you know, they they the telematch. Oh. I try to avoid that, right? I try to stay away from it. I got to broke my swimming trunk, lah, no? just in case uh, they drag me into the water. I can swim also. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I brought my swimming tongue, uh, trunk. But that was good, you know. They, they invited me to, to, to Santai with them, Pesembang, uh, sharing with the story. You know? It's an amazing story, amazing story. It was no easy path. You know, it's a lot of beautiful. Like, these Kampong people, uh, uh, yeah, the life is simple. I tell you, the life is not simple. Never, never simple. Right? I listen to them also, I, I say, wow. You see, what was the key? The key was that they held on to the Lord regardless. 44 years, no small feat. On the 44th anniversary, bam, across 1,000. Open your mouth and I will feel it. The result of it was this. What was the result of it? When they keep returning, every year they come, every year they come, say, Lord, here my Lord, send me. Here my Lord, send me. Hey, already say, uh, uh, how many times did you say? Every year they come back to the place. And I told them on the last night, I said, this is Rosh Hashanah. This is Rosh Hashanah. We pray, we enter into the new year ahead and pray for the nation. These are Buin Putras. You pray for your nation and they cry out and pray thousands of people. Wow, the whole was shaking, man. Who are these people? They are people like you and I. Common people who think that we in society, we cannot change a lot of things. But when they come together, and this is what happened. 44 years later, you remember there was a time that the, uh, the government, the state government, wanted to do a, 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 a sacrifice, a blood sacrifice during Harvard Festival time. Right? The committee was chaired by none other than Dr. Jeffrey Kittingan. No, they, they were, I didn't know that, right? There was a huge thing. It was really, really very, you know, a bloody scene. A lot of blood. There were seven spots that was chosen. Seven spots. All, uh, you know, in, uh, uh, along the river that, that have its root uh, in Mount Kinabalu. Right? 
So because, because uh, yeah, there was a couple of years ago, 2021, there was a lot of flood, right? So they want to appease the gods of the river. Now, Pinangpang and also in, uh, I think it's Labuk, right? They, they collected, Labuk, especially Pinangpang also, they collected from all the, uh, all the Ketua Kampung in a protest letter. Right? The protest uh, letter. There were so many, this Ketua Kampung, put in the protest letter, we don't do this. We, 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 we celebrate Harvest Festival, uh, Kamatan and do that. We don't, we don't worship like this anymore. Submitted it. Two, two district officers collected all the, uh, all the, all the surat rayuan, bring it to, uh, to, to the main uh, committee, to Dr. Jeffrey. She scolded them like anything. Right? How, how do you know? Because both of this district of officers, they were Christians. All the Ketua Kampong, they were Christians. Who were there? They were those who attended the, those, that conference that you have just seen. The Ketua Kampongs. All these years, the Lord has preparing a generation of leaders as they faithfully come before the Lord and allow the Lord to do new work in their lives a year after year after year. When, it's call, when there's a call for them to stand up for Jesus, for the land, they stood up. They risked their career you know, as district officers and also as uh, Ketua Kampong. Said, no, we will not have this. When did it happen? It happens when we have started to build, encourage our people to stay faithful to the Lord. And suddenly, wow, they were also surprised. There's so many Ketua Kampong who are not just nominal Christian, but Christian who will say that to no, say no to it. They will put down their signature, they write a letter. And it will stop, you know. You know, there was two, two areas, two, two districts, there was no blood sacrifice in the Ketapandangan area and also in Tongongon area. But the huge price that they pay. Who will prepare them for all this? It is the decision that they make every year, perhaps even every day, I'm sure, in their lives. I will follow Jesus. There is no other God except this. Rosh Hashanah is a time for God's people to say that I return to you, Lord. I return to you. I return to you and I say that there is no other God except you. And I open my mouth and you will feel it. We talk about the transformation of land. We pray for Sabah, revival and all that. My, my, my dear friends, God is working already. But it depends on how we want to respond to His work. God is not like just come here and open the mouth and feel it. But there is precondition. There must be no foreign God. I am, I am the Lord your God. It was the same with Israel. It is the same with us. Because the God whom we worship is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We are in a hugely privileged position. So what do they do at Rosh Hashanah? Very quickly, at the, on, on Tuesday, Power Station, we have talked about these, these three things. Number one is to ask for forgiveness for ignoring God as our king. Ask for forgiveness to ignore God as our king, as our creator, as a source of our life. You know, Rosh Hashanah also, the Jewish people, the Jews believe that it is also the birthday of mankind. 
it is where Adam and Eve was created. I don't know how they counted it. Like, okay, I leave it to you to find out how. Anyway, it's, it's not for today. Right. So it is, it is the birthday of, uh, of, uh, of Adam and Eve creation, right? Uh, so to acknowledge God as our creator. So we need to ask the Lord, this is a time that people will, that the God's people will come together and say, that, Lord, forgive me, for I put myself first, my interest first above you. Right? And always ask myself included. I always ask, Lord, I'm opening my mouth wide and feel me. Don't talk about the, the foreign God part. And then I just, just feel my mouth. La. You know, I've already become Christians like back in, uh, in the 70s. It's okay already. La. Okay. We don't go, we don't visit that. But it's not quite true, right? In our lives, we continuously ignore Him. And put him second place. And sometimes no way to be seen. Like what the psalmist says, you will have nothing to do with me. Secondly, is to acknowledge, acknowledge and declare that God as the king of our lives. Returning to the Lord once again. Right? Not just with lip service, but say, yes, it was like this, but I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave it behind. I'm going to make this decision. Number three, is to return to the Lord and seek personal renewal of faith and say, Lord, renew my faith. Strengthen me. Strengthen me. Now this year, very quickly, we're coming to the time that we're going to do something, we're going to pray. We're going to do something only for this Rosh Hashanah. I think it will be significant for all of us. Yeah. Okay. Now, in, in, this is in Deuteronomy chapter 15, verse 1 to 6, right? Deuteronomy chapter 15, verse 1 to 6. Let's read this together. At the end of every seven years, you shall grant a release of debt. And this is the form of the release. Every creditor who has lent anything to his neighbor shall release it. He shall not require of it of his neighbor nor or his brother, because it is called the Lord's release. Of a foreigner you may require it, but you shall give up your claim to what is owed by your brother, except that there may be no poor among you. For the Lord will greatly bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you to possess as an inheritance. Only if you carefully obey the voice of the Lord your God. To observe with care of all these commandments which I command you today. For the Lord your God will bless you just as he promised you. You shall lend to many nations and shall not borrow. You shall reign over many nations but they shall not reign over you. We all like verse 6. Eh? Wonderful, right? And you know, he had another tale. But there was this thing that the Lord says that in every seven years, in every seven years, you should grant a release of debt. Now, this is not the Jubilee as, if, as we understand it, the Jubilee in the 50th year. This is every seven years. Now, this release of debt is not debt that you owe to the bank. <laughs> debt that is owed to each other. That means what you owe to each other, personal, interpersonal debt. Interpersonal debt. You release, you forgive. You know, Jesus in the Lord's Prayer taught us how to pray. Forgive us of our debts as we forgive those who are indebted to us. That is original translation. Because sin is considered a debt to God. We all got something. We all got his worship. We all got his, his, uh, his, uh, uh, his, uh, 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 that is the, the worship that is due to him, that he's rightly deserved. We owe him our allegiance. We owe him our, 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 our life. 
the debt of sin, sin is considered as debt. You look at that, you know, we, 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 we look at it before in the New Testament, Jesus described, you know, the forgiveness of sin is the forgiveness of debt. So, what this means for us today is that to release those people who owe you a debt of sin, number one, and come to the Lord and seek God to forgive us of the debt of sin. The debt that we are, we are because of sin, we come into all the kind of uh, unnecessary struggle, bondages, and all the rest of it. Before we ask the Lord to release us from our debt, something that we need to do, we need to release other people into our forgiveness. Because verse 6 is important. Because all these things happen, then verse 6. Right? And say, for the Lord your God bless you just as he promised you. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. You shall reign over many nations, but they shall not reign over you. God promises, this is the promise that I give you. This is, you, you, you are, you're going to be above, not below. You're going to be head and not the tail. But my character is this. I will forgive your debt of sins. But would you not forgive your debt of sin? Isn't it what the, 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 one of the lessons we learn from the parable of the ungrateful servant? Huh? The ungrateful servant, why was this, the, the, the servant was in, in, in the end was, was, uh, was punished and, and, and all the rest of it because he was forgiven uh, by his master and his king. Uh, his king. Some, in, 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 in different gospel, is referred to either master or some king. God himself has forgiven him of, of a big debt. What he owed personally to the king, personally to the master, what we owe personally to God. And, and because of that, his, his family, his children, his wife, all in bondage. And the master looked at it because he cried out for mercy. And God's nature being very compassionate and say, I'm forgiving you, I've, I'm forgiving you, I've forgiven you and I will continue to forgive you of the debt of sins, offense owed to me. He went out, he caught somebody who also in the interpersonal debt, he was not willing to release that person. And therefore, he could not be what is described in verse 6. He, can't, he cannot be above and below. In fact, the rest of the story you know, right? So, so in the, this, this, is, this is the year of 5783. It's the seventh year. It's a sabbatical. It's the Sabbath year. It's a Shemitah of the Jewish calendar. It is a year of, of rest. As we enter, you know, right now, right now in Jerusalem, right, there is, there are, there is this thing that is going on. There is this, among the Jewish people, there is this thing that is, that is, that is, that is going on, right? They will seek, number one, they were seek a, they are seeking, they are seeking a legal declaration before the judge of all the earth, and in fact translated in the social system also, translated in the Jewish social system of the Old Testament. And as I say, not not to not to not to forgive bank debt. today you pray today tomorrow your bank say, oh you you don't know what happened all your debt is paid, you know. Oh, the house is yours, you can't be coming. No, it's not that. It's an interpersonal debt, seven years, seven years, right? The Shemitah years. Now, what they would do from this sabbatical year entering into the new year at the Rosh Hashanah, there will be two additional things that they will do. Two additional things they will do only every seven years. Today, you're at the right place with your children as well. 
If your children is not, is not, is not with you, is, uh, then we, we, as a head of the family, we can do this. We can do this for our children, for our household. Number one, they will come before God, especially the men, the head of a household. They will come before God, they will ask, they will bring up all the ungodly vows, unwanted vows, vows and promises that they make to themselves, that they, they, they make on behalf of, uh, of, the, of the family, the vows, uh, next one please, next slide please, next slide please, and now all the unwanted and ungodly vows, the vows and promises that our ancestor has made on our behalf, they bring it before God and say that this is the year of release, this is, we are coming out from the sabbatical years. We are coming out from the Sabbath year. We are coming out from the year of the cancellation of debt, of sin and offence against God. We are saying that we will not, we will not, no, stay, 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 stay in the first slide. Uh, stay in the, the previous slide. So we are saying that we, we, we will bring this, all this vow before the Lord. And I seek an annulment and a cancellation. And it is not something that they just say like they quietly in the house. Huh? They go to a place. Next, next slide, please. They go to a place. They go to the ecclesiastical court called the Baidin. The Baidin. They actually seek a declaration that it shall be annulled. All the unwanted vows, all the uh, 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 ungodly vows, they say that I seek a final legal you know, declaration. It shall no longer hold me. When do they do that? It is between the sabbatical year, the seventh year, for our case is 5783 uh, uh, into 5784. This, this, is, this is the year. This is the Rosh Hashanah. And by God's grace, it is a Sunday. This is the time we cross over and say, Lord, all this thing, I don't know what happened. I don't know why I say those things. I was angry. I was bitter. I vowed to myself that I will never do this. I will never be like this. I can never be like this. I will never trust another person. I've never, you know, all, all the kind of things. And my, my ancestors, I, I suddenly remember how they vows, how they make promises, how they make blood sacrifices. They worship Topekong. They, 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 they slaughter buffaloes. They make vows, the covenant. My me, my my generation, and the generation to come to the enemy. You know, those are the vows, those are the covenants that are still in force. You know what happened when somebody does not fulfill vows to fulfill covenant because God is a covenant keeping God. If a generation does not fulfill the covenant, there will be consequences. Doesn't matter who you make. With whom do you make the covenant with? If you make the covenant with top, with uh, with Topekong, you don't fulfill it. There will be consequences. What are the, what are the consequences? The enemy will come and demand our lives and our generation. You are mine. Why? Because your ancestor make the vow, uh, make the covenant with me. Uh, they they offer sacrifice and all of the rest of it. If our ancestor has slaughtered some buffaloes, some. Uh, some, uh, some goats and animals and uh, sacrifice lives of, of, of people in order to wealth, power and wealth, in, in order to wealth, power and wealth. And that is a covenant. It is, it is, it is enforceable before the judge of all, 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 all the earth. 
And our, as, as, as Christians, we are, his, we are the descendants of our forefathers. When we say that we become Christian, we walk out from it. Hey, what about those covenant? What about those that your ancestor has made? It is a covenant, my, my dear friends. It is a covenant. If they have sinned, the sin, the iniquity is God will pursue up to the third and fourth generation. If it is a covenant, it stays. Some of us, we are struggling with things that we don't understand what it's all about. Some of us look at our next generation, we do, they are struggling with things that we, don't, we can't really explain. Some of us are struggling in relationship, in finances, in health. We can't even explain. It is because of all this is holding us. It is time to say, and it is this kind of treasure God has pointed this time and call His people. We blow the trumpet, right? Blow the shofar. Come together. Pay attention. Let's do it together. You can do it anytime you want, of course, but this is, this is, this is, the, this is the time that God has given us the opportunity. You can do it now. Come before the Lord and say that, I don't know what you're struggling with. I know what I'm struggling with, right? I know, but but I don't know what you're struggling with. But if it is something like that, and it is a time to say, Lord, forgive us, for we have not acknowledged you as king of our lives. In every sense of the word, my ancestors have not. Their unwanted vows and covenant, I bring it before the cross of Jesus, and I seek an annulment by the blood of Jesus the annulment of these vows. Number two, release the debt of, of debt. It is a process. Uh, to, today, even in the Jewish, the Orthodox Jewish community, they have this, 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 this process called the brusber. What's a brusber? Brusber actually now uh, very advanced already. You can do online. There's an online form. Uh, you can fill in your, all the interpersonal debt. And then they will submit it to the Baidin, the ecclesiastical court of the Jewish, uh, 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 of, the, of the Orthodox Jews. They will collect it. They will actually issue a certificate of release. But we do, we are not Jews. doesn't matter. We, we worship the God of Israel. We worship the God of the Bible. We come to the Lord. We come to the court of heaven. We come to the court of heaven where the judge of all the earth presides. And on this day, we say, please, Lord, I, in, I, I desire to release everyone who owe me a debt of offense. Somebody offended you. You, take, you took offense or somebody action, somebody words. It came inside you. In your heart, you say, they should pay back something. Today, at every Rosh Hashanah, especially, in the Rosh Hashanah, when we're coming out from the year of our of, of sabbatical year, we say to the Lord, I release, I release anyone who owe me a debt of offense. It could be your family members, it could be your co-workers, it could even be a brother or sisters in Christ in the church. I release that person. And then we come to the Lord and say, Lord, release me of the debt of sins consequences of our own sin and then we will cross over to the new year the head of the year that's how 
we cross over to the new year. I'm going to lead us in a time of prayer. And after that, we're going to do something that uh, together, individually as well, if you feel like it, if you're up to it, that's okay. If you don't feel like it, you're not up to it, you can sit where you are. Let us, let us pray. Let us pray. Lord, I, we come to you. Let us come to the Lord and ask the Lord to forgive us if in the past one year or, or even beyond, if you feel that you have already you have offended the Lord in any way, you have, you have failed to, we have failed to, to acknowledge him as our God, as our King. Let us come before the Lord and ask the Lord to forgive us. Bring before the Lord, if you know of any unwanted vows and covenants that your ancestor, my ancestor have made. That we have not actually specifically addressed. We may have mentioned it generally. But to but to, to uh, but today this morning, if you feel that you need to bring before any specific things, as the Lord reminds you, the Holy Spirit reveals to you, bring to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm bringing before you the way that I've ignored you as my king. I seek your blessing because I believe in your power. I did not want you. I only want what you can do for me. I believe in you. I have no doubt about it. But I failed to honor you as my king, as my lord, as my master. Forgive me if I, tried, if I was in any way subtly trying to make you my servant. I say this, I do, I, and I pray in this way, Lord, you must act. Lord, forgive me. Forgive us for so many foreign gods in our lives, foreign gods in our ancestry. Today, we know that the foreign gods are seeking to reinforce the covenant that they've established with the people of this land. They are desperate because they know that their time, that their days are numbered. They are desperately trying to reinforce it against the people of this land, against the Sabahan, against the Malaysian, against all those who dwell in this land of different nationality. Father, we ask for your forgiveness on behalf of our forebears. Forgive us, Lord, for unwanted, ungodly vows and covenant that me and my forebears have made with the enemy.
Father, we thank you that, Lord, you're a faithful and just God. And all who confess their sins and the transgression, the iniquities to you, you are there to forgive us. And not only just to forgive us, but to cleanse us from all consequences. As we have brought specific ungodly vows and covenants and before you, I pray, O oh God, for you to forgive us, release us, O oh Lord. Release us, O oh God, from the consequences of the sins. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, it's time for us to come to the Lord and say, to release others who are all a debt of offense against us. Doesn't matter who they are. Today, as the Lord brings to your mind these individuals and perhaps group of people, I pray that you might have the grace from the Lord to say to the Lord, I release them from the debt of offense against me. As you release me from the debt of offense against you, Lord, I release them today. Could even be your spouse, your children, your parents, your grandparents, your uncle, your aunties, your brothers and sisters, biological or in the family of God. Release them, would you? Let's do business with the Lord. Be serious with the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. My dear friends, you are here today not by chance, not by the will of man, by the word of God. The Lord is no respecter of person. You are here. You have opportunity to lay down the past, to be, to be reset from all the wrongs of the past, the consequences rather, of the past wrongs and to come into the new place this new year as we step into it. Let's bring before the Lord any debt of offense against God, debt of sins that has brought about consequences. What do we mean if we make a mistake? We are still living in the consequence. We have sinned against God. Just that one time. But we are living in the consequences. The consequences are still lingering around us. Whatever choices that we have made in the past, they are still effect on our lives. Bring that before the Lord. Lord, we bring before you every debt of sins because whenever there's a debt, there's a call for repayment. Lord, we have sinned against you. Those sins are calling out for us to repay back. And we come to you and we say, Lord, forgive us of the debt of sins. Release us, O oh God, from the debt of sins. 
So our sins in the past will not continue to have a hold on us to demand repayment in whatever form, whatever way. Lord, today we surrender that to, to you, Lord. We ask for a, for a certificate of release from the judge of all the earth to release us from all that, that we may step into the new year with new hope. By the blood of Jesus, cancel, O oh God, all our debt of sins and offense. By the blood of Jesus, set us free from the consequence, from the whole of every unwanted and ungodly vows and covenant. Release us, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Release us, O oh God. Our confidence is on the finished work of Jesus on the cross. The blood that was shed. That is our confidence, Lord. Release us, I pray, in Jesus' name. Renew our faith in you, Lord. Today we say to you, there will be no other gods except you in our lives. As we open our mouth wide, we ask that, oh God, fill it, O oh Lord, with your goodness, with your healing, with your restoration. Fill it, O oh Lord, with your praises and thanksgiving. Fill it, O oh Lord, and that's all we can do to open up our mouth. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen.